Hello, T-West family and friends. Thank you for tuning into the Toronto West podcast, where we take time to refocus, refresh, and reflect on God's word and practical ways we can apply it to our lives. My name is Jamie, and this week we're going to be focusing on identity. I hope you're blessed. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to take this time, whether it's at home or on our drive or on our walk or run, to devote to you. Lord, we ask that in this lesson, you show us where we need to grow and show us where we need to prune. We take this time to open ourselves to be filled by your spirit. Lord, fill us till we overflow, I pray in Jesus' name. For so many years, I had the ability to move from success to disappointment in a heartbeat. Just when I thought I had it all together, something happened. I'd forget an appointment, snap at one of my children, or procrastinate on a project until I was stressed out and mad. I had built my identity in the shaky foundation of my circumstances and abilities. As soon as the delicate balance was tipped with a mistake, misstep, or mishap, I'd kick into overdrive to try to compensate. But all that frenetic activity never made a lasting difference. My roller coaster identity took me on a wild ride for years but not the fun theme park kind. It all changed when I read about the difference between being and doing. These two things are opposite, but somehow I had connected them. Why do so many of us draw a straight line from our actions to our identity? Why are we so quick to connect the dots that aren't there slap a label on ourselves and believe it to be true. If we stumble, we call ourselves clumsy. If we forget to pay a bill, we call ourselves irresponsible or stupid. If our home is in a clutter, we call ourselves pathetic. Those aren't lines God draws. Only Satan, the enemy of this world, draws a line from your work to your worth. Only the enemy wants us to find our identity in what we do because he knows that when the lights dim and the success is gone, so is our value. God, however, has another identity for us. 
one that's unchanging and independent of our actions. It's as his chosen and beloved child. John 1.12 says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. When I first learned of the truth about my identity, it took a long time to accept. Each time I caught my belittling self-talk, I had to make a choice about what to believe. I had to choose to take God at his word and believe in his love. This took my faith from academic head knowledge to real life heart belief. If I have any doubt that God's approval is conditioned on my perfect behavior, Romans 5, 6-8 tells me the truth. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God's acceptance of us, and hence our identity, is not defined by our actions. So we will never be a failure when our performance doesn't match our expectation. When we reassign the source of our value and worth to its rightful place, we will be free from the fear of failure or the opinions of others. We will be free from the labels we place on ourselves and free from the shifting sands of our self-worth. The only thing that matters is what our Heavenly Father thinks about us, and that is unchanging. We can rest knowing that we are safe and secure in God's unconditional love, and that once we really believe this truth, our identity is unshakable. Brothers and sisters, I get excited when I read this. Why? Because I know sometimes we make it confusing what our identity is. We may think it's in our last name or the neighborhood we rep. We may think it's in the country we were born or the skin we're in. We may think it's in the title we have or the assets we own or the successes we have. Or sometimes we may think it's in the failures or mistakes we've made. But God is saying to all of us who believe him and receive him, we are called his children. And to be called his children means that we are loved and that means there is no mountain we have to climb or no trench we have to crawl through to prove our worth. That means there is no success we can achieve that will make God love us more and no failure or mistake that would make God turn his nose up at us. So brothers and sisters, hold your head up and your chest out knowing that there is a king, a king that lives within you. We are a chosen generation. We've been called for to show his excellence. All I require for life, God has given me, and I know who I am. We are a chosen generation. We've been called for to show His excellence. All I require for life, God has given me, for I know who I am. I know who God says I am, what He says I am. 
chosen generation We've been called for to show His excellence All I require for life God has given me And I know who I am Chosen generation come we've been called for to show his excellence All I require require for God is given
Heavenly Father, thank you for embracing us as your beloved children, knowing you will never turn away from us nor forsake us fills us with joy. We want to love you and serve you more each day, free from the lies that hold back our potential in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to another T-West podcast. I hope you were blessed and we will see you next week.